What is up, guys? Welcome to episode number 84. We're on site here in Dante's Inferno, where it is blazing hot. <laughs> For one of us. But apparently BJ does not get warm. No, I, I stay cool under pressure. I think... I feel like LeBron in that San Antonio series back when he was in Miami when they turned the air conditioning broke so just because so they knew LeBron would cramp. I was going to say, are you cramping up? Don't, I'm getting, I'm don't cramp close. up. you got plenty of waters there. I keep, didn't bring my mind though. Keep hydrated. Don't don't uh, succumb to the uh, cramp pressure. No, no big deal. It's hot in here. Yeah, it definitely is warm. But this is the other thing. I think you're definitely just trying to do that to ruin my intro because you knew I planned for like two and a half hours my favorite intro. Uh, I, I didn't. I didn't plan. It was episode eighty four? Yeah, and eighty four is a very important number. Unlike what you would tell the people, because this is Sesame Street or whatever you say it is. Yeah, the, the, the count. freaking count over here. Yeah, because it's eighty four is the sum of the last seven, first seven triangular numbers. I know some of us wouldn't understand what that means. Some of us educated folk get what that means. I want you to stop right there with that first fact. Yeah. And I want you to explain to us what the triangular numbers are. Well, what I'd say is it, it makes it a tetrahedral number because of that fact there. So I'm not even going to go into describing it. I'm just going to drop some more knowledge on you. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I thought too. It's also the atomic, atomic number of polonium. Oh, you don't know what polonium is either. Okay. It sounds so like it's the atomic number of polonium. Strike number two. Um, listen, I, you wouldn't have experience from this, but you know how like we're 812 or 502 area code? Yeah. You ever need to call Vietnam, you got to dial number 84 to call Vietnam. That's noted. Allegedly, noted. or don't make any accusations is what I guess I'm getting at, okay? I don't really know what that means. But well, I'm just saying, I, why would anybody know what the number for Vietnam is? I don't know, man. Yeah, a, so that's I, what I'm saying. We're not going to have to go into it on air because, you know, we don't want to worry about that. But uh, it's also a town in Pennsylvania. What, also, 84 is? Yeah, 84 is the town in Pennsylvania. And that's when you know it's a good state. When you just, got towns named after numbers. They just, just means said, you, don't, you don't have intelligent enough people no, leading the state to think intelligent, about it. Think about it. It would be intelligent just to name all of the um, counties in numbers. Like You should just be county number one, county number two. Where do they get these names from? I mean, come on, man. You name them after people. Yeah, okay, Floyd County. Who was Floyd? What Floyd do? Bro? Floyd Mayweather. Well, I don't know if he deserves to have a county named after him, but I see what you're getting at there. That's see, probably, you just name it after someone. Yeah, Floyd was probably after the county was named, but and if you say it how uh, correctly, it's Louisville, so King Louis is who that's <laughs> named after. But it's really Louisville, yeah, so I guess say, his name was King Louisville. King Louisville. Do you know where Louisville got its name from? I yeah, really King don't Louis. know. Yeah, is it really? Yeah, no. that's really where they got their name from. And who was King Louis? Uh, He's a French guy, right? The, no, that's the monkey from Jungle Book. Oh, that's a good point. I'm not educated yeah. on the Disney, so you're teaching me something as well, yeah. too. But the last two things for you. Obviously, it's good enough to be a lumber company, too. And everybody needs lumber, some lumber. Okay. Yeah, I'm known for swinging my lumber around. You know, I what? love, yeah, a lot of yeah. women need need some wood, and I give it to them. Eight, eight, lumber number 84. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, quality wood right there. And then it's also, this is my favorite one out of this, because you got to listen to the wording on this, all right? This one better be good, because you took a long time to write this last one down. 
Well, because you threw me off track, man, and this was my most important one, and I was trying to figure out how to word it, but just check it out. So it's how many Earth years it takes Uranus to orbit the sun. It's not how many years (laughs) Earth takes, you know, you see what I did there. How many Earth years it takes Uranus to orbit the sun because we're the only... I'm just going to tell you this, man. You need to stay away from Uranus because it's dangerous. (laughs) I hear it is dangerous as well, too, but I I thought that one was my favorite one. 84 years for Uranus to orbit the sun. That's that's good to know. I'm glad to know that we spent five minutes about you talking about useless facts about the number 84. Yeah. That you have no idea about any of them other than maybe the one from Pennsylvania. And from what I hear, this is so popular that episode number 85 might be even better. I can't wait. Just this, pre-warned. This is, my, this is my excitement voice. Yeah. But over the weekend, we had a, we had a fight that uh, definitely, definitely, definitely did not live up to expectation. <laughs> no, unless you like people getting hit in the groin, then it... But, I mean, I remember, I know you were telling me about it, but I saw yeah. the clip of it. Yeah. He didn't really get hit in the groin. Well, you're wearing a cup, you know what I mean? So, like, you're not dangling. So, it's kind of one of those deals that looked like he got hit in her thigh. And I guarantee it didn't feel good. So, yeah. therefore, it is technically a low blow because it's below the belt. But it's not a debilitating shot. He, he said he was peeing blood or something, didn't he? Yeah, they, I mean, what it is is I, I don't think I've ever seen a guy, and I'm sure it's happened, but I'm just saying I can't recall a fight that a guy has quit from a low blow. Like, I've seen MMA guys haul off and kick as hard as they can and catch you square in the juju beans, Yeah, and they'll take five minutes. You know, I also had one of, when I was in middle school, we had a uh, high school coach, soccer coach, and he could kick that thing. And I was playing goalie, and I wasn't paying a good attention and he didn't score a goal, but he rang the bell. Right, you know the 84 lumber. Oh, man, right. By the way, no. speaking of that, did you see Tim Tebow actually kick his manager in the balls? No. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> We're Great. doing what? He Just... was, so he hit a single, and he was or he got on first base. Yeah. And uh, I guess he was thinking about maybe stealing. So he picks his leg up to stretch, and his, oh. foot, his he didn't realize his manager was so close, and he's talking to him. Bloop, right. and, and what, With spikes. Oh, yeah. And see, here's the thing. You know this as a, as a fellow man. Yeah, as a fellow let, man. Let, let me you. tell you guys something, if you didn't realize this, for any of the uh, females that listen to this show, you can kick a dude in the balls really hard and it's going to hurt. <laughs> but I'm telling you, the way to hurt him the worst is to barely give him that tap. That, that small tap, I'm telling you, will bring you to your knees. I don't know. I don't think either of them are I mean, We could test this theory out on you. And, I'm not no, I was, I was just trying to figure out no, who was the I volunteer. Know, I know which one it is. Oh, man. If you get, if you Especially if they get right on one. Dude, <laughs> I'm telling you, you're going to your knees. And a, a, a light flick. We may put this in a poll as well. A light flick no. <laughs> is definitely worse. Yeah, Damn. I'm not. I'm not interested in either. If you're asking, oh, me. I'm not so, either. Yeah, but I would say I would. I would say the opposite, though. I would say if you get hit really, because the thing is, like when you get that flick or whatever you're referring to, which I don't really like the term flick, because what I'm imagining is somebody just like flicking you, and I'm like, man, first of all, if somebody's doing that, they deserve punishment. You know? Oh yeah. That's a friendly way of saying it. But second of all. I'm thinking in my head of why would anybody just graciously just give you the little love tap like that? So it's like, yeah, it doesn't make any just sense the, to me. Just the, 
you know, just a tap. You know? Yeah. So, uh, but I, I would say that goes away in like, you know, like 30 seconds you're in sheer pain, and then by like two minutes you're kind of over it. But like if you get really, really crunched, it's like a couple of days. Oh, I've that been really crunched before. Yeah. Yeah, where I had to go to the hospital and everything is bad. Oh. Yeah, it was bad. I yeah, won't go into details good. on here, but yeah, it was bad. There was a baseball coach at um, Christian Academy, and this goes back to my conspiracy theory about baseball trying to injure people. And he was a pitcher, took one between the legs, shattered his cup, lost lost one of them. So, yeah. You only need one, if we're being honest. Well, yeah, I mean, we're nobody's judging. I'm just saying that's – I wouldn't – but I mean – I was glad. I, I mean, quit we need to get off this subject point. because yeah. we could we could delve really far into into the uh, atmosphere of this stuff. But yeah, you really only need one. <laughs> but so so the fight ended with what a quote unquote low blow. Yeah. Which the funniest thing about it though was if it wasn't in the state of New York, the outcome of the fight would have been completely different. Which New York Athletic State Commission is all mixed up in MMA and boxing and everything. I mean, they just legalized MMA two-ish years ago, maybe two and a half, maybe three. But, yeah, basically because it was an accidental low blow, but the guy had five minutes to recover from it and chose not to fight, it still counts as a victory for Crawford. I'm not going to say, like, normally I I don't disagree with that. No, I, I don't disagree with it either. I'm just saying literally that's the only state that that would have happened in. I, I, I think Khan was kind of – I'm not accusing him of being soft. He's a boxer, so he's very hardened individual. But I think he understood that there's – the way I look at boxing or fighting or anything, you're trying to figure out a puzzle. And he had come to the realization that he wasn't going to figure out this puzzle and the he puzzle lost was one, only He lost one of the border pieces. Yeah. They didn't put it in the box. Yeah. Well, it was in there. He just couldn't find it. So, yeah. <laughs> Needless to say, he might have been looking yeah, for Yeah, I mean, from out. what I heard, he was getting pretty much dominated in that fight. And then it ended with that because he said he couldn't fight anymore. He wasn't going to win. He did nothing to show me that he had a good chance in that fight. He might have been the quicker fighter. He definitely wasn't more powerful, and he was definitely the smaller fighter. So all of that being true, and I mean he's a guy who had a great record, and then lost to Canelo, and then kind of has been quote unquote downhill since. So he's more of a name than he is. I mean he's got skill. He he uh, medaled in the Olympics, but I'm just saying he's more of a name than I think he is one of the better boxers. So overall, what did you? I mean, did the fight? I mean, from what Grant said, which I read to you, yeah, the fight was terrible. Well, to me, the biggest thing about being terrible is when a fight ends in that form of fashion, and it's something that's so built up for. And then even, too, this was a pay-per-view fight, so people are paying oh their hard-earned goodness. money. Yeah. So that's the thing about fighting is that can happen anytime. I mean, we've seen MMA fights. The one blemish on John Jones' record, you know, 12 to 6 elbows. So that happens in fighting. But that's why I say I, I don't never want to see a fight. That's my complaint with it. You, you want to have a true winner. And typically, that's why you want a knockout or a TKO yeah. or a submission in MMA. But, yeah, sometimes those things happen. Speaking of TKO, yeah, we've had some, we've had some candies get knocked out. Yeah. We're finally going to talk about this bracket on here. Yep. 
And you were a little upset about some of these some of these losses for some of these. Well, I, I think obviously everybody has their own picks of what they thought could have won or what they wanted to win. Mm-hmm. And in the first round, I wouldn't say they were I, – I wanted to say they were upsets at first. But the more I thought about it, the more I was like, upsets is not the correct word. It was just like you said, maybe I was disappointed. But Milky Way over Snickers peanut butter. No, that's an upset. I don't know because I feel like well, we talked about this before. Milky Way is the more popular name over, Trash. over Snickers peanut butter. Snickers has the bigger name, but Snickers peanut butter. So, yeah, I like Snickers peanut butter better. Milky Way is not bad, but I was just surprised at that one. And then the other one in the first round was uh, the one that Matt will like on this one, but Starburst over Butterfinger. I think Butterfinger is the better of those two, and I like Starburst too, but Butterfinger is pretty daggone good. Yeah, for sure. Uh, let me see. Um, Butterfinger's pretty good in ice cream, by the way. You ever had some good I've, Butterfinger ice cream? It's not bad. Yeah. It's definitely not bad. I used to get a bunch of Butterfinger bl- flurries when I was a kid. I'm going to move forward a couple rounds. But, yeah. Uh, peanut M&M's. Peanut M&M's getting beat by regular Reese's Cups. I don't agree with that at all. Well, the difference is peanut M&M's are... Very popular. In my they're, opinion. they're yeah, peanut butter. Yeah. The peanut butter ones on there. I don't. Yeah, I was okay with those losing because yeah. those are underwhelming. But actual peanut M and M's to the unknowledgeable candy connoisseur. There's a big difference between like those I two. can get that pound bag at like Kroger or Walmart and like I'll look up and it's gone. Yeah, they're so like eat that with popcorn. You can eat it with by popcorn. Have you tried? I'm telling you, dude. Not. Drop a, or get you a couple things of popcorn to eat. I'm telling you, you're gonna be like, dude, this guy's on to something. Yeah, I have seen like trail mix where it's got popcorn and but yeah. normally M and M's and then pretzels and then I don't know what else. I'm telling you, it's yeah. fire. Yeah, well, while I'm making popcorn, I'm I'm putting a little bit of butter, I'm putting a little bit of grated parmesan, a little bit of bacon bits, a little bit of hot sauce on there. Jeez, dude, yeah. yours is like a salad. Chef Boy R D. Chef Boy R B over here. Yeah. Another one that I felt like is getting slept on, I'm not saying it should have won, and you disagree with me, was Rolos. I think Rolos in this whole situation were getting kind of crapped on when they shouldn't. Rolos are very, very underrated candies, in my opinion. Like, whenever I brought up Rolos to people, they're like, really, Rolos? I'm like, when's the last time you had a Rolo? Speaking of being good in in ice cream, Rolos are fantastic in ice cream. Uh, Dairy Queen did a Rolo Blizzard recently, I believe. Flames, yeah. Rolo Blizzard. You know what the biggest selling point for Rolo is, and I shouldn't be giving you any ammunition, but the packaging on it, bro. Like oh, it, yeah. it's easy to you eat. Can make it into a grill. Well, that wasn't exactly what I was thinking. If you've got fillings, that probably hurts pretty bad. Probably, yeah. yeah. But but I was thinking, you know, that you eat them individually. You can fold the top over on them, whatever. I mean, they're pretty nice. Yeah. So our final four is. One side of it's an all Reese's side, Reese, regular Reese's Cup against the Reese's Holiday. Yeah. And then the other side is Starburst against Kit Kat. So that brings me to conspiracy theory number two. And okay. this was kind of ruined because, and I, I kind of briefly hinted at it but didn't say much. But I told you I wanted to talk about something before. And the conspiracy theory was that I was thinking that you were setting Reese's in some form of fashion up to win this whole thing because your bias was showing pretty heavily. But based on a conversation you had before this podcast, I realized that probably wasn't true. Now, with that being said, if you look who Reese's faced in the first round, what's the most popular Reese's? 
the Reese's Cup, right? That's yeah. the most more to- notorious one. Well, they were facing probably the least favorite candy on the entire list in Blow Pops, or at least based on the feedback. I love Blow Pops. Yeah, I what like Blow Pops. What people said on there, I don't agree with. But I love Blow Pops. They only had, what, maybe 10% of the vote? Maybe. It was 90 to 10. Yeah. I put Blow Pops on there because I love Blow Over Pops. Over Reese's. Did I vote for it? Yeah. No, I voted yeah, for Reese's, so- but I love Blow Pops, though. So, yeah, like, I'm blow pops are good. Like the blue ones are the best by oh, far. But, yes, but they leave your the blue, mouth all blue. The blue and, raspberry blow pops are yeah, but fire. Hey, I, I take grape. I take cherry. The watermelon, I'm Trash. passing. Yeah, Trash. I'll, I'll give the watermelon away. Throw them away. Niece and nephew, hey, you can have these. Oh, cool! I get a red one. Yep. Oh, it's not the good red one. Yep, they, they get the leftovers. Good. Cherry's good. Sour apple's not bad. I'm not mad. I would say, in my opinion, if I'm rating them, I'm going blue, I'm going grape, and then cherry, and then sour apple. Oh, I'm going blue res, yeah. sour apple, Ooh. cherry, grape. Yeah. But can't go wrong, though. And then, like, watermelon's, like, way down at the bottom. Yeah. Same. I mean, it's like the bank suckers that they give out and stuff like that. Those Dumb other dumbs. ones. Yeah. Dum dums. I mean, blue is by far the best on oh, those yeah. two. So there's a common theme here. But then I would throw cherry second in those, and then sour apple. Mm. So it's interesting that that differentiates. Well, see, normally cherry is my favorite flavor in almost anything. I love cherry flavors. Artificially stuff. flavored. Yeah, artificially yeah. flavored stuff. Yeah. Like sour I really am not a huge fan of regular cherries. You know that? Like I, I love them. Do you? I love them. My dad I, eats a, I can eat a, a whole. Amount. I can eat a whole jar of those Marciano cherries. Like if I get, crush them. if I go to a milkshake place and they put a cherry on top, I'm not eating it. Oh, then I'm, I'm, if I'm with you, I'm getting that ten times out of ten. I love cherries. Why are? Why do they? Why is that a thing? By the way, I guess it's. It, I guess it just started out as a cosmetic thing. Yeah, it just says, That's a hey, good point. you know, this makes it because contrast think, in color. You think of a of a shake and it has a cherry on top. Yeah, so somebody started that. Yeah, I mean, someone started it. I mean, and it's edible. Yeah. So, well, some would say it's edible. I love them. I, <laughs> like I said, I can eat a whole jar of those things. Yeah, I love cherries. Yeah, but yeah. So, and then I, I think it's going to be Reese's Holiday against Kit Kat. Kit Kat's smashing Starburst right now. It's last I looked, it was seventy five to twenty five. So, yeah, it's not looking too good for Starburst. Yeah, I think Kit Kat's the odds-on favorite to finish this thing off. And it was interesting because just like whoa, our, whoa, whoa. So you think Kit Kat's going to win the entire thing? Yeah, I think it's a foregone conclusion. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. Your Reese's conspiracy is over, my friend. It's there been never, outed. There was never a conspiracy. Listen, we you talked just about said, this you before. You just said that you said that you were going to bring something up because you thought that I did this. I know, and you had to ruin it like 30 seconds until before we I did told the podcast. You. That I that I wanted peanut M and M's to beat Reese's Cup, and I voted for peanut M and M's. Well, and I did a little bit of homework on it, and I noticed you voted against it, so that was kind of the rule, but or the the difference there. But think about it: what candy on here had more than one version of itself on here? There was only a couple. M and M's was one of those. Yeah. Skittles was another Snickers. one of those. Snickers was another one of those, and then Reese's had yeah. four of them. Reese's had Nutrageous, Reese's Cup. Yeah, they have four of them. Yeah. And we there was somebody who wanted five of them. And this, so which that, I didn't know Take Five was a part of so that. So that shows you that I wasn't being biased when I did that. Yeah, I'm just giving you crud. But I just I threw those on there because I knew that that's what the people wanted. This is my question, though. While we're on this topic, by the way, I really was intrigued by this. This is a great place to hear this out. What is the difference between Reese's Holiday and Reese's Cups besides oh, the design of oh, it? Oh, sit no, back. No, flavor and everything. Sit back, sit back and listen. All right, I'm listening. All right, so... 
I'm going to throw in something that's very similar to the to the holiday verse. So this is the okay. reason why they're better. The next time, the next time you think about it, and like right now is the perfect time to do it because you have the Reese's eggs, and you can go and get regular Reese's cups. Get them. Wait, Reese's eggs like the Blue Robin eggs, or no, like no, no, they're no. just an egg shape? Just an egg shape. They're in the yellow packaging. Yeah, that's, that's on the that's, picture. Yeah, yeah. Break one. Break them both in half. Look at the amount of peanut butter that's in each one of them. I was going to say that was the only that's, difference. It's just like a Reese's Big Cup. A Reese's Big Cup smashes a regular Reese's Cup. Really? Oh, dude, Reese's Big Cups are about this big, yeah. and they're about that thick, and there is a th- like three times as much peanut butter in there. Yeah. And that makes all the difference in the world. Well, it's funny to me because I don't like any of the Reese's besides the Reese's Pieces, but I love Reese's Pieces. Like, Reese's Pieces are one of my favorites. I, I told you there was a couple of them I would say. If I had a final four, or even final six, whatever it may be, Reese's Pieces would be in there, Butterfinger would be in there, Kit Kat would be in there, Snickers would be in there, and there's probably a couple more, but those are the main ones. Peanut M&M's would be, you know, on the outskirts of those, but it's weird to me that I like Reese's Pieces that much and hate Reese's Cups. Reese's Pieces would be there for me. Um, Peanut M&M's. Hershey's with almonds, Hershey, or then Reese's eggs, yeah, and Twix. Twix is yep. Twix, and then I forgot uh, cookies and cream. And and Snickers as well is is would be up there. See, that's what sucked is that like three of my favorite candy bars were all on the same side. So like to say that like I'd stack this. No, because two of my favorite candy bars out of here, probably, if I'm talking candy bars, they probably were my top two in the Reese's Eggs and the Twix. While you're on the polygraph test, how many times did you reset the bracket? I only did it one time. And it just came out to what it was? Unless there was something that was like facing each other like a Reese's against the Reese's in the first round, that's the only time I ever redid it. Yeah, but that, so now I know the answer. That wasn't the question. The question was, how many times did you push the button to reset it? Because to pull back the curtain to people, you put all the names in a pool, yeah. boom, you push a button, and then bam, it gives you out this bracket. Yes. So the official question, okay. while your hand is on the Bible and you've got the polygraph detector on, how many times did you push the button to reset the bracket? To reset it, zero. I only oh. did it one. I only pushed it to go through one time. It was a really good lead up for a lot of nothing. It man. was. Yeah. I was letting you do it because I could tell you were really getting into it. Yeah. But here's the other thing: something that you and I both talked about. Now, okay. if you like one, you have to like the other one. I would feel like. Uh, I told. I'm getting ready to tell you. So okay. I told you that I took off two of them because Daniel got upset that his two favorite candy bars weren't on there, and they both got beat in the first round. So yeah. I'm, this is the last time that I listened to D cry. They oh, had tough mashups. It's like you said, your your Rolos beat Hershey's cookies and cream. But to you, that's not a tough match. No, I told you I love Hershey's cookies and cream, which has sentimental value to it. I grew up eating that at the Tumble Station, so I like that a lot. And then what was the other Three one? Three Musketeers. Three Musketeers face two. Do you remember? Uh, Three Musketeers Hershey's with almonds So that one I mean I've probably voted Three Musketeers To be honest Yeah Almond Joy Is way better than all those I love Almond Joy Yeah Almond Joy's uh, My parents get me that That's like the only candy They get me So you have to like Mounds right? No You don't like Mounds So you gave me Some knowledge About I I will eat Mounds But I like Almond Joy Ten times better the chocolate on Mounds and Almond Joy is different. And then, obviously, the almond is what really makes yeah. Almond Joy. 
I mean, it's not that big of a difference. Isn't a Mounds dark yeah. chocolate? Yeah. Is that what it is? Dude, it's a big difference. I mean, I, if you're giving me the choice, I'm taking all my joy 10 times out of 10. Good but answer. I feel like you have to like the other one, too. No, see, that's the thing. It's like I said, I like is a generalized statement. So I'm not going to sit here and say I hate it. I have eaten them before. But it's like you said. If somebody were to say, hey, you could have, let's say you can have eight mounds or you could have four almond joys, I'm taking the four, four almond joys. Because yeah. Yeah. it's four. That's probably like eight almonds that you would get all together. Yeah, I probably undersold that pretty heavily. Yeah, but this is the thing. That, that is one thing I feel like they kind of, them and Hershey's with almonds, they kind of are just like, oh, yeah, you want a candy bar with almonds in it? We're only going to give you like a little bit of it. Yeah. Well, in Almond Joy, so they trick you a little bit. You know, you buy the big two-pack or however many packs they give you two almonds in it. But you buy the little individual wrapped ones, which is typically what I would end up getting, and they only have one almond in it, which is, that's that's some uh, great ABS, man. That's not good. I don't know. See if you th- So you're thinking, you're saying that the big one rips you off. No, I'm saying the big one is better to buy, but they know the convenience of the individually wrapped pieces. And so they're giving you one less almond going, we know you're still going to buy it. We're going to save some money. See, that's why you just get the fun size one that aren't that has a bite size and it has an almond in it as well. Yeah, but I don't buy these. It's like I said, I get them for Easter or I'll get them for Christmas. I didn't get any this year, so it was no big deal. Oh, come on. Yeah, no big deal, but it's okay. Come on. Your parents are going to hear this. Probably they're gonna hear the they're gonna hear the despair in your voice that you did not get an Easter basket this year. They know that I probably don't eat them anyways. Like I kind of look at them and then I'll. Well, eat now they them. know that they literally just need to get you Kit Kat and Almond Joys and just call it a day. Yeah, Nike gift cards are way better for me. So the, yeah, that's probably a good yeah, point. Yeah, I like Nike gift. But cards. as far as we're going with candy, yeah, you just gave them your tops. Oh, trust me, they know. I'm very opinionated when it comes to things, as you know, and I don't have a problem because the way presents work for me is like I think it's crazy. I think it's the world's craziest thing. Of Let's say it's your birthday, mm-hmm. and the expectation is for me to go out and try to guess what you would like, spend my hard-earned money on something that I have no clue that you're ever going to use again in your life. Like, wouldn't it make so much more sense that it was like, hey, it's my birthday, I'm going to go buy myself something. You know what I mean? So Christmas is the same way for me. So that we do lists, you know what I'm saying, which I keep it simple. And obviously I'm a grown man, so like our Christmases, I always try to make sure they don't get out of hand. So, yeah, gifts gifts are kind of incompetent to me. To each their own, I guess. I like seeing the look on people's faces when they don't expect me to know that they wanted it and me get it for them. Or like, like I'll, I'll give an example. Like, yeah. Smitty loves to travel. A lot of my friends like to travel a lot. Yep. I showed you what I got him. Right? I forget. The big scratch-off map of the places he can scratch off the places he went. You didn't show me that. Oh, yeah. I, I don't think. It's – It's. I mean, it's, I know you, people that are listening can't see my hands, but, I mean, it's what? a good five – I'd say three by five. Something you hang on your wall or oh, something? It's or? something you get framed without yeah. the glass on it and stuff and you scratch it off. And, yeah, it, it's yeah. dope. Yeah, that's cool. And – like he was like, you got this for me? I'm like, yeah, man. Like, just I saw it on Facebook and was like, yeah, that'd yeah. be something Smitty would like. Was that on your all's engagement or was that a different time? <laughs> no. 
That's how I feel about getting other guys' presents on. I always I'm getting that. you a present for your birthday. No, you ain't getting me nothing. Yep, because getting... it's one of those things, it's like I said, I don't understand it, bro. I'm getting you a present for your birthday. No, don't do that because that's weird now, uh, especially after I just said, is that for yeah, your engagement? You think it's funny to make that joke? Now, <laughs> now I'm going to get a really, really thoughtful gift that way. Like, it's be it's like, home. You're going to be like, dang, man. Oh, like, man. I really want to give him crap, but this is a dope present. Yeah. See, my, my present is always like if somebody has a birthday event, then I always do my best to go to it. I don't care what it is. So I don't care if I hate it. your present is your presence. Yeah, but that, that sounds bad saying it that way. What I'm saying is like That's the pretty time. pretty much what you just said. Yeah, I know it came off wrong. But what I'm saying is like I want to make sure that I show them that I care. But like buying a present isn't like cool. It's not. That's not something I need to So you're you saying do. the same thing. Your present is well, your presence. Let's say, like, if we were to go get pizza or something, then I'm like, hey, I'll buy you a slice of pizza. So, like, that's the... Like, bro, what about the other seven in the pizza? Because there's eight slices in yeah, the pizza. Yeah, I'm definitely taking at least four of them, <laughs> for sure. You can ask any of my friends. If there's food on, you know, the playing field, I'm eating. I'm hitting I don't think that's how the saying goes. I think it's no. I just the, made it up. That wasn't no saying. If there's grass on the field, then play ball. I think is how. Yeah, it but goes. mine was if there's food. What did, I don't even know what if I said. If there's food on the playing field, I'm eating. Yeah, I don't think yeah. that's how the saying goes. This is what, what that means is you don't need a plate, bro. You just when it's out there, you just devour it. Oh, they like the the Oreos pizza that we had for smitty's birthday yeah which is by the way i saw somebody else a guy we played basketball with previously but he posted a picture of a diorio slice right and it was a standard slice where it's like your triangular cut when we went to dorio's for smitty's and that was my only time i've ever been that was the pizza king cut where it was square pieces yeah so normally i I guess i didn't really notice that but yeah, every oh, other I time, noticed. I judged hard. Every other time I've gone to Diorio's, it's been like triangular, standard yeah, I mean, slice. It's, no, it's like New York size. Yeah, that's. I, I didn't mean. I, I'm saying cut. By wise, the way, Diorio's craps on Spinelli's. I know you don't like to hear that, but dude, it craps on Spinelli's. I don't. When have you been to Spinelli's that it was like during the day and it was like? I used to order it when I worked at UPS. Did you? Yeah, just to like try it out and stuff, and it was yeah. just like this quality is so bad. And like the thing with the Oreos is, is like I feel like the quality's a lot better. Maybe a little bit more expensive, but I, I don't. Every time I've eaten at the Oreos, I've always I don't left. Know. If it's more expensive than Spinelli's, you got to chop off a couple of fingers <laughs> and give it to them, dude. I remember one time my my mom was in town and I kept telling her, "Hey, we got East Coast pizza, da 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 da. We got cheesesteaks." So we went and it was like. I'd say six of us, and two of them were my niece and my nephew. I had my younger sister in town, my mom, and then my older sister all went. We went to the one down on 4th Street, 2nd Street, 12th Street. Oh, God, you took your parents to that one? No, just my mom, too, so it was, like, even worse. Oh, man, down in that little dungeon? Yeah. Yeah. And there's people out there asking us for money, and then there's somebody drinking a 40 outside of it, or Rolling Rock. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, it was classic. It was good times. But anyways... So we ordered like one large pizza, a cheese bread. Somebody probably got salads. We got a couple of cheesesteaks. And anyways, after $118 later, I'm like. You spent $118 yeah. at spinel. We didn't yeah. even spend that much money when we were watching that fight that one day. No. In the street. And, yeah. Which, well, I don't know. We were probably pretty close that day. Hey, go get the pizza and stuff, man. Everybody's yelling <laughs> yeah. at me. I'm like, bro, I'm trying to watch a fight. No, I didn't. Yeah, it was, it was one yeah, person. Yeah, it was one person. It was one sure. person yelling at you. Same person who was videotaping it. Yeah. Worried about the you pizza. You get off our pizza and stuff. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't say stuff though. Yeah, I know. it's still good. Classic moment. I'll never oh, forget that, that. But yeah, this is like I said. Spinelli 
days I spent on the Super Bowl. So if the Eagles were going to make it to the Super Bowl this year, I was going to have to do that. And I'm okay with doing that. But it was like I said, I wasn't going to eat. Like, what would you do uh, if your son was at home? Crying out, no, if you if you had to spend $118 on Spinelli's food again, but you were eating it by yourself? What would I buy or what would like I how, like? What would you do with the rest of the food? See, I heat it up in the oven. Like, I, I'm good with reheating pizza. But That's you the way their stuff feels anyway. Like, I feel reheated. like their stuff is, like, never cooked. Like Have I've, you had their cheesesteak there, though? I don't know. It's just pricey. It's like $10. I mean, it's like 9 bucks. And, like, I know how you are talking about Chinese food. So you'd be like, man, I could eat two of them easy. And you could. And you'd probably I mean, be I'd probably like it because, I, I, like, I'm getting to the point, man, where I love cheesesteaks. Yeah. And that burrito I was telling you about the other day, actually, the one that had the the steak and the queso and the sour cream and the french fries in it and french fries oh, i didn't yeah. see any french fries oh in yeah there. i wrote Picture that in there to adjust uh i didn't see that <laughs> yeah that's why i was like why is he giving me crap this is definitely like a dope burrito yeah but i wasn't giving you crap you I was, were just like where's this stuff and you I'm know like, me for long enough to know that crap is not what i give opinions or what i dish out but I'm like steve by a. the way Smith. if you haven't had it go to um I forgot what it's called. Red now. Top or something? No. Oh, man. That place is fantastic, too. Uh, is that the name of it? Red Top? Red Top's the hot dog place okay. I went to yesterday. I didn't know if I was saying it correct oh, because man. I saw you put it. I thought that's what you were referencing. How, how, dude, how fired that hot dog look? Yeah, but it was a chili cheese dog, right? It, 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 had, it? it had beer cheese. Beer cheese? Oh, beer cheese. That's it was an a interesting special twist. coney sauce, which was that chili. Mustard on a pretzel bun. Oh, Dude, it was flames. How much was it? Nine bucks. For just a hot dog? Yeah, but it was like a foot long. Ooh. It, dude, it was, it was worth yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, this is the thing about that. Like, they put a lot of thought into making that. So, like, the $9 isn't the end of the world, but I'm just thinking in my head. And a foot long with that amount of food on it, like, that's a good amount. But I told you, you got one of these times on the way over here, you got to try the Golden Twist. Because their chili is a special recipe, and then their milkshakes. I told you there's a secret to making their milkshakes, but I can't divulge that information. What's weird is I normally don't like chili on my hot dogs. Really? I don't. I normally don't like chili on my hot dogs, and I ate at that time. Just because it's like, all right, I'm going there, and I'm get. I just don't. I like. I don't. You don't like chili dogs, chili cheese dogs. You know. I don't eat chili on my hot dogs. I I, eat, yeah. I normally eat my hot dogs the same way every time. Yeah, but it's not like normal chili. It's like like it's not soup chili. It's like a special chili sauce made for hot dogs. That's the only thing I'm putting on there. The, by the way, the burrito place is called Banditos. Bandito. Uh, Bandito. Yeah, it's fire. It's right burritos right. as big as your head. That place is pretty good too. I've that's, never had that's it. La too, Bamba. It, that's La Bamba. The name of it is actually La Bamba. La Bamba yeah. yeah, but don't they have the big? I thought it was burritos. It as says big it as on the side. It says okay. it on the outside. It's La Bamba the burritos as big as your head. When we used to go to Cafe Three Sixty a bunch, we used to see it over there all the time. And like, oh, yeah. I'd always be like, "Man, I'm gonna try that one day," and never have. It's good. Yeah, it's it's still there. I mean, you can still drive over there and get it. It's still yeah. Good. That's the thing. I'm not. I, if I'm being honest with you, I'd rather go to like Ona Paul or something. Oh man. I mean, I I love Ona Paul though. Yeah, I, I like I've got things I like, but if you're telling me that the burrito is better at El Nopal than there, then you just told me like it's probably I don't not really that eat great. The, I don't really eat burritos that at like when I go out to those places. I, no, I don't I mean, either. I get that chori pollo, dude, which is flames. Yeah, you told me you like that a lot. I, I told you when we were in Gatlinburg, I went because you know I I priced the menu. I got to yeah. check you know what what prices are what, and then I had the uh, El Ranchero Steakerio. That sounds good. Yeah, well, it wasn't how it was written on the, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. It was good. 
It sounds good. And then they had they had these jalapenos that were like different jalapenos, so they probably weren't jalapenos, but there was some form of pepper. And then the waitresses, you know, I was dropping some Spanish on them, you know, showing dude, them. Dude, probably. I like. I'm. I'm yeah. I, I don't really think you were dropping these. You were like, "Hey, cómo estás?" I'm, yeah, that might have been more than what I was doing, but like it was, you know, what I'm saying it was. See, si, see, si. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was good. Uno, like you're just saying like random numbers. No, I was like, "Gracias por todo." Yeah, that doesn't mean anything. Yeah, no, it means thank you for Th- everything, pretty thank, much. Thank you. It's like a loose translation of thank you for everything. He's making up words. No, now. no, no. Listen, Rosetta Stone BJ. You know this. When I used to work at Light Up Toys, there was a couple individuals who solely spoke Spanish and were taking English classes. And so this was the funny thing. There was one of them, my good friend Pinky, and he got his nickname Pinky from Pinky and the Brain. So Pinky Cerebro, even though that's like in Spanish, there's a different translation, right? But he would teach me things to say in Spanish. The thing that I never knew was if it was really something that I should say or really something that would get me in trouble. So every once in a while in the office, I'd get some looks like, you probably shouldn't say that in this office. But sometimes it would also be like, wow, that was very good. (laughs) So, yeah, it was 50-50. So let's get back to what the people came here for. NBA, NBA playoffs. The NBA playoffs are going on. Uh, some of the first rounds are already over. There's really only been one good series. Actually, I'm, pretty much all of them are over. Like, they, the other two should end tonight. Could end tonight. Yeah, I mean, Denver Denver's up 3-2 now over San Antonio. Is that right? Or, or no, no, San Antonio's up 3-2. I'm sorry. I thought they were only – double-check. I, I can look it up right now. But, anyways, the, the games that are tonight are um, Houston and then um, Golden State, I thought. Yes. But, so Den- but Houston, Denver, Denver is up 3-2. They played tomorrow. Are they? Okay, so if Houston wins tonight, though, that closes the series, out, series yeah. out. And then if Golden State wins tonight, that closes the series out, right? So it's one of those things. Yeah. Those two are basically over. And then, like you said, I, I forgot Denver was up. To, hey, 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 yeah. that Warrior series is not over. We've seen them blow a 3-1 lead before. Not against In the this Clippers. Series. Yes, they did. 31. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. Now, as my as my friend Lee Corso would say, not so fresh, my friend. Yeah, they've blown us. They've blown. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's make a friendly wager. No, I'm good. I'm, I'm good. just saying, the gender, nah. gender neutral haircut. Nah, I already have one. Theo Vaughn, you gotta go with the Theo Vaughn <laughs> semi mullet. Semi. Like his, his is not semi mullet anymore. It's definitely a full on like. Yeah, but it's like the what I would think of the L.A. version of a mullet. Like, it's not like the Midwest mullet. It's like spruced up. And I seriously think that should be the punishment. I think we should have to grow our hair out for the next three months with no haircut. And then I think once somebody wins ten locks of the week, then the oh, other person man. has to go at least one month with that haircut. Whew. Yeah. And I got a place that can do it on Mondays for $5. So, like, we're not really coming out. You know that's a very important thing to me. We're not I have really... a sister-in-law that cuts hair. Well, that would be, I mean, probably around roughly a little more expensive, but still. $10. Yeah. And the drive. That's like twelve fifty. I mean, I mean, if that's, are we going to do that, really? 
Well, I'm just saying price efficiency, bro. I'm just saying, is are, are we really going to do that that haircut? That's man, that's a lot to think about. That's a big commitment. Yeah, and that's the thing is, if you lose, you should have to be shunned by other people because it's either going to be me or you losing. Like one of us are going to lose, and so the thing is, the world should know that we lost. In some All right, game. I'm in. I'm in. Let's do okay. it. Let's do it. Okay. All right. I'm in 100. percent I'm going to trim the sides right here, but this doesn't matter because this is going to be cut off anyway. up until you're saying. Yeah. And, uh, while we're growing yeah, out the process. Yeah, I don't like it on my ears. Yeah. So I'll just trim around the ears, which is part I've of the already mold. had a – see, I've got a little more up top. So think about it. If I do lose, mine's going to be pretty extreme. I'm not really because you're going to be cutting some of it off the top. No. So we're spiking no. it. No, no, no. He does, he's got it long on the top. No, he's had it spiked on the top. No. I mean, we got to look at this, but I'm pretty sure Theo Vaughn yeah. just has it spiked on It's the basically, it's like I said, it's basically a mullet. So think of... Oh, no, it is a mullet. Yeah, but it's it's a like a, a... It's not your standard mullet where it's like shorter on top and then buzzed on sides and then long in the back. It's like, it's like I said, the L.A. version of it. Yeah. This is what I'll say. Like, I, my thought is, like, getting that haircut, but I'm not going to sit here and fix it every day like what he does. I, I don't know how much time he spends on it, but oh I spend zero that. seconds this on it. This is going to be ridiculous. For yeah. Like, I'm really going to have to do research because I really don't want to get my haircut like well, that. Well, what we have to do is we have to make sure that we do it a month where, like, we can actually do it because, like, we don't want to lose any jobs or we don't want to, like, I'm have I'm not going to lose my job for it. Well, I don't think I'm going to lose my – I mean, I think it'd be, like, well-embraced in my community. So it's kind of like one of those things, like, somebody comes in the fireworks store, like, yeah, man, nice mullet, bro. I used to have one of those in the 80s, too. So, yeah. Yeah. I think it helped me sell some fireworks more than anything. Man, dude, like, it's – I got it. Yeah, I got to get on my A game when we're going to do these locks of the week. Yeah, so I what, happen, what happens if we tie? We both have to get it. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Because this is the thing. Like, I, I don't think it's – it's like any, everybody's going to ask us, and then it's just going to be, hey, you got to check out the podcast. Like, we're not telling you what happened. You got to look into it and find it out. So unless – and I feel like it needs to be put on the Facebook page. Like, this needs to be publicly documented. There ain't no hiding in your house for a month. You need to be able to wear it and be proud of it. I mean, I don't think either one of us are going to be proud of it. No, because it's losing. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah that's the main bad. intangible for me. I think I care less about the hairdo because it's like I told you before. Like, I, I'll get to the point where I like I haven't had a haircut for like two months. I wear a hat every day, and I'm like, ah, oh, daggone, got to pay 16 bucks to get my haircut again or whatever it is. Where's the coupons? I go for the coupons, yeah. and then they do a hack job on it, and then it messes something up every well, time. Well, see, you can wear a hat every day at work. I can't. Yeah. I can only wear a hat on Fridays. So, like, I'm going to be rocking a mullet if I lose, like, Dude. all the time. People are going to see me be like, what the heck is – what happened to Billy Ray Cyrus? He really <laughs> let himself go. Yeah, wear one earring in your left ear. That's <laughs> it. Just wear, like, a dangling cross, you know, go old school with it. Yes. Yeah, I think that's – I mean, it's classic right there. I think that's but fun. But I'm in. I'm in. I already shook, yeah. the, already shook on it, so we're going to do that. Locked it in. Yeah, we're starting next week. We're in our locks of the week back in, by the way, people. That's a tough one to start. Hey, what other way should we do it? We're going to pick our derby horse winners. And here's the thing neither one of us know anything about horse racing. <laughs> and the other thing, neither one of us are allowed to pick the favorite. So, yeah. So, we're both doomed. So. I hope we both lose on this one. So just start out 0 0 or 1 1. Oh, man. That's yep. like, I'm just. 
putting my hand through my hair. I'm just like, oh my goodness. Like I was literally thinking about getting it. Like I was going to get a haircut recently. Yeah, I need one. That's what I'm saying. I think I'm already. I mean, you you need one, but you need like a trim. I need no. Like, I need a haircut because I this is sides a zero normally. Oh. Yeah, like I need a haircut real bad. Yeah, it's been a little bit. Yeah, but. Um, I think, by the way, I don't want to interrupt you, but I think if we do that, and if I somehow magically lose, which I don't expect to do, I think the first day that it happens, I'm going to shave everything off, but I'm going to leave like a super power stash. Just rock it full do, You shouldn't fledged. shave everything off. What? You should just go Joe Dirt with the sideburns, yeah, but and I, then the mustache. I don't think I can, like, that doesn't fill in for me. So it's like. The sideburns are there. I can see it. How, uh, how far down? Uh, you could keep going. That's the thing, man. Okay. Well, I mean, uh, with the stash and the sideburns, yeah, just go, like chop keep... it. Oh, oh yeah. man. Okay, I'm in for oh, that yeah. too. Yeah. If if that happens, where I somehow magically lose, which I wouldn't plan on, you're that. gonna lose. No, there's no way. Like the Derby Horse one, I might lose. Yeah, I'm gonna do my research big time on that one. Yeah, I'm paying people. <laughs> start paying bookies and stuff yeah. alright man what's the favorite no not for to tell me the answer to like tranquilize horses and stuff like I'm going <laughs> listen I'm going all in you can't this isn't for the faint hearted so uh, there's been despite the differences in the wins I guess you would say it's still been some pretty good series one series yeah. uh, OKC in Portland well, the funniest thing to me was a bunch of the series started out with a win for the underdog. Yeah. And then since then, the team, that was kind of like their wake-up call. Hey, but it's like you said, in my opinion, if I were picking a series that was the best series to watch, obviously the San Antonio one is closer. Yeah. But the OKC and Portland games the have Brooklyn, been the, uh, Sixers Brooklyn, Brooklyn Sixers one. Yeah. Uh, Orlando won game one against Toronto and then didn't win again. Yep. Um, but you and I were Clippers talking. won one against... Golden State. Yeah. You and I were talking about this. So before the season started, I texted you and three other people. Yeah. Uh, and we gave our predictions on Four how. Four other people. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, you were just saying. Yep. And of, you know, what we thought the season, what would happen in the NBA season. Right. And we looked it over, and uh, it really seems like this is the John Iacono show. I think so. I think we all had moments where we had some correct knowledge but I would say if I were giving a grade out I would give John like an 83% roughly and that was probably my highest grade on the exam yeah so all of us picked Boston to finish first in the east yeah all of us were wrong yeah uh, John picked Milwaukee to finish second so he had them the highest out of anyone yep which we all had Toronto all the rest of us so yeah. we weren't far off but obviously Milwaukee I mean the lowest Anybody had them was Jerry Lee, and I had them at fifth. Yeah, I had them at four, so I wasn't too far behind. But my, well, in my defense, by the way, I think I underrated Budenholzer. Like, that's my biggest thing. Yeah, I mean, John had Mike Budenholzer as his coach of the year, right. which I would say he's probably right. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I guess it could be uh, what's uh, Atkinson for Brooklyn. Yeah. I, I would be shocked if that was the case. Uh, obviously, Mike Malone in Denver could be in that conversation. Yeah. Um, and then, obviously, Kerr could be in the conversation, but I don't see that happening. That based goes on, back to, my, to yep. my – I, I hate that. Yep. I think those three that you said are, are definitely three solid candidates because they yeah. put their team above and beyond where they were projected to finish. Yeah, but I think Budenholzer, like we said from the start, is by far the front runner. Like, I, yeah. I, I think he's – 
probably foregone conclusion that he won. Yeah, and I like uh, John had Milwaukee at two. I had Indiana at four at three. They ended up in fifth, but they also lost their best player. Yep. So, so like that makes me feel even better. Like they had all the depot, they might have finished third. Yeah, but I mean, me and Jerry Lee had them both in fourth, so we we weren't far off on yeah. that either. And it's kind of one of those things. Pacers, even without Oladipo, played like you said, played really well. Like I think Oladipo is not overrated, but if you look what he did at OKC, and then you look coming over, his numbers inflated, but also his shot attempts and everything inflated as well yeah. too. So he's Bogdanovich has stepped up big time for them, but they've got man, they've got a good roster. Like they've got solid pieces. They they've got seven. Free agents, I think they said, uh, next year. So what their th- roster will be. I think they have one of the most underrated big men in the game, too, by the way. Sabonis? No. Turner? Miles Turner. Yeah, but think about having him as your starter and then Sabonis coming in off the bench. So you've got mainly defensive, also can knock down the three now yeah. with Turner, but one of the highest block attempts per game or blocks per game. And then you've got Sabonis, the offensive weapon, coming in after. By the way, I'm going to, uh, just because I thought about this, Yeah. I'm going to toot my own horn. I didn't talk about this with you. Yeah. But I watched the video yesterday with uh, David Fisdale. I, you might have seen me share it. I've always liked Fisdale since I heard him talk a lot when LeBron was in Miami. Right. I like I think he's a good coach. I think he might just got put in the wrong situation with where he was before. And I think he's going to succeed here in New York. They were talking about... You think he's going to succeed I in do. New York? I think that he is going to succeed in New York. I think. Do you think succeeding means like padding his bank account while they I lose? I think within and the next couple fired? of years they will be a contender. You think he's going to make it a couple of years? I yeah, I think he will. I think they will become a championship contender within the next couple of years. Well, if they get KD, Kyrie, and one other, piece. they have five picks over the next two, three years. All right, but I, if it's not. Um, lottery picks sometimes those don't help you as much as what I mean. You would they got think. what number two this year? Potentially, or potentially it's, it's one not, or two. Yeah. That's, well, I mean, it could be technically one through ten, but I'd yeah. say top five for sure. Like yeah. you can mark it down top five, and then obviously people say there's some, you know, could be some foul play that it could potentially be number but one. Back to what I was saying. Yeah. I like I like Knox. Right. I think we both do, and one person that I was pretty high on and I gave the Knicks a great great for drafting him was Mitchell Robinson right we talked about that and he was raving about Mitchell Robinson and Rachel Nichols and and uh uh I just forgot his name you know I just said it uh Fisdale Fisdale we're both saying yeah no one really saw it coming wrong <laughs> beef saw it coming I said it was gonna happen yeah. I gave them a great grade because I felt like that was an absolute steal where they got him. Yeah, but I think they were saying that he didn't play college basketball, so like he kind of fell off the radar. No, I knew what he Like had. Terrence Ferguson going over and going pro, like LaMelo Ball's going to do this year in Australia. He probably won't fall off oh, the radar. Oh, is he going to Australia? Yeah. I did not know that. Yep. Sorry to break that news to you. Man, it hurts. Yeah, but it's one of those things. It hurts you about knew... as bad as that terrible tattoo he got. <laughs> Questionable to say the least. I think he's 18, so I'm sure his father wouldn't have signed for it anyways. But um, oh, he, You've watched that show. His dad hates tattoos. Right. And now he's gotten over it. And his grandfather, it. even worse. Yeah, it, like now he's just gotten over it because like all of them are just like tatted up completely. Right. Well, what's your dad think about tattoos? He, um, 
he's not a fan of it. But when I showed him this one, he's just like, well, okay. Yeah, with some meaning to it. Yeah, he wasn't he wasn't upset about it. Right. And like, I think the good thing about the tattoos that myself and and Ryan and Matt have, they all actually have a meaning. They're not just something put on right. there. Like yeah. Ryan has a tattoo which you may not even know on his shoulder. That is my uh, grandfather that passed away signature. Yeah. And it has his uh, birth date and. Uh, like the years he lived and stuff. Yeah. And then Matt has the two tattoos. He has the same one that I have on his on the back on the bottom part of his wrist, and he has the elephants. Yeah. So I mean, all of them mean something too. So I think in that aspect, he understands. Uh, yeah, he he gets it. Yeah. See, that's why I say where my family is. I guarantee my family doesn't like them, and I know I've heard them say things that they don't like them before too. But my first one, I told you, I got in China. So it's kind of like one of those things. I came back home like, hey, kind of gotta, you know, and it was family. I mean, that's what it was. Was it said family in my own? So you think? Yeah, in my own version of it. <laughs> no, it's not a Chinese tattoo. It's it actually says family, but because I'm from Philadelphia, you know, in my 18 year old brain, I thought it'd be a cool idea to spell family P H A M I L Y, you know, with the Phillies P. You've yeah. seen it before. Yeah. So needless to say, if somehow one of these days I can get the H turned into an F, and then I just have the Phillies P, that'll happen. But for right now, it's still a good meaning to me. So that's why I say I'm with you. It's got good meaning to it. Yeah. But everybody has different opinions on it. I don't sweat any of that stuff. Yeah. Um, overall, none of us did very well. I mean, like you said, John did decent. Uh, yeah, but I wouldn't say for projections for the beginning of the year. Like, I wouldn't say any of us did horrendous. There was a couple of picks now looking back on it where we're like, yeah, that didn't happen. But preseason knowledge, what we had, I mean – who would you say – I was thinking about this earlier. Who did the worst out of everybody? Uh, probably me or Tony. Including everything we're saying, like the, the MVP, the MIP, all those things, and then Eastern I'm Conference, I'm the only one Western that had Conference. a different MVP. Uh, I had Kyrie. I thought Kyrie was going to have a big year. Um, I thought coming off of an injury with a chip on his shoulder, I thought he was going to have a big year. Right. He hasn't. Um, oh, he had a good year. It's just not MVP year. Yeah. And their team, I think the biggest thing about that was kind of goes back to what you said. They were expected to be really good, and then they're in the East, and then they finished, what, four seed? Four, yeah. So that doesn't help and his And then case. I also had Terry as the sixth man of the year. I thought him with the series he had last year and playing for a contract to play somewhere else most likely, right. I thought he was going to have a great year. Not to say he had a bad year, but he didn't have a year like he did last year. Nate McMillan wasn't a bad pick. No, I thought with uh, I can't remember who they got. They picked somebody up that I Wesley really Matthews maybe. It was, I know it was somebody else that they had gotten, and I was I was very happy. Tyreek Evans. Yes, it was Tyreek Evans they had gotten, and no one was really talking about it. And I was like, that's a huge pickup for them. Yeah, that's another scoring guard for them. So uh, that, that I was I was like, okay, everyone's kind of like sleeping on the Pacers. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with them. Yep. That's why I say, uh, looking at the list, I don't see anybody. I, I would say John was probably in first. I would say Jerry Lee was probably close to second. Uh, while you're on your tooting the horn kick, I'd say I was probably third. And then, yeah, you you two had some picks that I I wouldn't say hindsight being 2020 were the greatest picks, but I'm not. I don't. Know. Which one was my worst pick? Be 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 the critic. Well, if we were going, what your worst pick? Well, I mean, it's like you said. 
I, I know what my worst pick is. You want me to tell that? I said Markel Fultz was going to be the most improved player. <laughs> that didn't come to fruition. Yeah. So if we're going, let's just throw that one out there. Yours was Jabari Parker, which in yeah. Chicago, he had a terrible year. But you know when he went to Washington, he started to get some good minutes. So, like, that one I would want to say is a bad one, but then it ended up being okay. And then, obviously, the Rogier one is not great. But I'd say if you were going to your picks overall, you had Chicago and Miami and Washington at the end of your Eastern. But to be fair, everybody had Washington at six. Yes, everybody and, did. Uh, and I had Cleveland and John had Cleveland. And Miami just missed the playoffs. Yeah. So Chicago, but Chicago was, was trash. Right, <laughs> which like I said, was really bad. Yeah, and, and then obviously in your Western Conference, you had Minnesota at five, which also we already said. Uh, who had that? Tony had them at five too. John had them John at, four. at four. Yeah. Now me being the intelligent analyst that I am, didn't have them making the play playoffs. I was really close to doing that. Like, it, I mean, you noticed I put them at eight. Yeah. Like, I was really close to putting – like, I had them out of the playoffs at first, and I was like, no, they got LeBron. They're going to at least make the playoffs, and I was wrong. Well, you're talking Lakers. I was still talking about Minnesota. Oh, Jerry, okay. Jerry and Lee and I both didn't have Minnesota in our playoffs. But L.A. Lakers, I had them at seven. Jerry Lee didn't have them – or, no, he had them at three. Yeah, I was – I had them the lowest. Yeah. So uh, – At eight. Took well, my heart again. <laughs> I had them at seven. And the only person I had under it was San Antonio because if you look at that San Antonio team on paper before the season, we had just found out that they were losing their starting point guard and their backup point guard yeah. or potential backup. I think we had already done this when that happened. That's what I'm saying. We had just found that out because Lonnie Walker got hurt then too. Yeah. Derek White had been hurt and then um, – I can't even remember their starting point guard's name. Now. Uh, Dequan. De- 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 it's a really weird name. Yeah. Uh, hey, well, it's weird for us because you, you know, it's not something you hear every day, but it's not a name that you can't pronounce. It's, it starts with a D. He's a good player. It's does something. Yeah, I, I can't think of his name either. Which is bad because we both know it, but it's just one of those things once you try to think of it. And obviously he hasn't played the entire season. Yeah, he tore it in the preseason, right? Or yeah. during practice or something? Before the season even started. So that's why I say that's that's our saving grace right there. Um, I mean, obviously he was the one who took over for uh, Tony Parker. So if you're feeling Tony Parker Devontae Murray. Yeah, Devontae Murray. Devontae. Wante? D-E-J-O-U. No, that's DeJounte. DeJounte. No, it's... It's let's not see, Hispanic. Yeah, you can we'll bet anything you want on it. It's de ja, ja. I don't know. It doesn't say on here. Dewante would be like Hispanic. He's not Hispanic. So how do you say uh, D-E-J-U-A-N? Dewan. Okay, so what? That's not Spanish either. Yeah, that's Hispanic. No, it's not. Dewan Wheat's not Spanish. Yeah, Dewan Blair, all those guys, Hispanic. How do you say his name? In this case, I'm telling you, it's Dejounte. Like DiGiorno, but completely that's different D, spelling. D-I. Completely different spelling. I'm just saying pronunciation. But, yeah, um, he, he would have been an important piece. And then, obviously, a couple people had New Orleans down at the bottom as well, too, which they didn't know what was going to happen with all that. I'm thinking that saying you're right, but I still don't get how, what it it's saying. I'm, I promise I'm, you. No, I'm saying, like, it has the pronunciation, but, like, I'm pretty sure it's saying you're right, but I don't get it. That doesn't help you. Any, <laughs> no, yeah. like, I think that's saying you're right. DeJounte. Is that what, like, what is, it's J- D-I and then a dash, J-H-O-H-N-T. I think no. it's saying you're right, so I'll, I'll concede that one. But yeah, but you got to put a little bit of twang on it. DeJounte. 
you Dejante. Like, James. That's what you sound, you sound like. You sound like the episode in Practical Jokers the other day. James. Yeah. With Sal. <laughs> but needless to say, we're uh, there's a reason we're doing a podcast and we're not on ESPN right now. We haven't gotten our analyst uh, areas up yet. We're still better than Paul Pierce uh, as an analyst, but... Speaking about Pierce, did you hear that both ESPN and TNT are potentially signing D. Wade? And so I'm hoping that it's ESPN because then it will be Wade and Pierce on some of the same panels. Good. Yeah. That would be fun to watch. Yeah. I'm glad. I mean, yeah, Paul Pierce is a joke. I, I, hopefully they just fire him. No, what are you talking about? Paul Pierce is an idiot. He listen. This is the thing. You're getting your feelings involved here. You're getting your panties wadded up analyst, in a bunch. Though. Like the stuff he says is like what you're saying that I'm doing right now. That's what he does about everything. I don't know what I'm. You're saying. You're that saying, I'm saying that like I'm doing. letting my feelings get involved. That's what he does with everything. And he never, like he. I've never seen him when I've watched him analyze something. Yeah literally give a good take because he always lets his heart get in front of what his mind should think. But this is the difference. Paul Pierce competed against a lot of these guys. I don't care. No, but this is what I'm trying to explain to you. I love that. I love the bad blood. So I'm okay with him being the opposition. Jalen Rose is kind of the voice of reason because a lot of these guys who are playing now, he did not compete against because he's a little past uh, that age. So And then Chauncey Billups is the friendly medium because Chauncey Billups is wise, but he also played against some of these guys. So I think those three together, you've got like the bottom of the totem pole where it's Paul Pierce. He's like, hey, you know, I'm the best, da-da-da-da-da. These guys, this guy's trash. Like he's, he did take shots at everybody. You got Chauncey Billups who's at the top of that list where he's like kosher with everybody. And then you've got Jalen Rose who keeps it real, but he keeps both of them in check. What's crazy is Pierce and Billups are only – Two years apart when it comes to draft, right? Ninety six, ninety eight. Yeah, and Rose was ninety five. Phillips' last couple of years, he obviously—I mean, he was with the Clippers and stuff. Pierce's last couple of years too, he was trash. He hit some big shots. I'm not saying anybody. When I, he played for the Clippers, he was bad. Yeah, that was after he hit in Wash or in uh, Brooklyn. He hit some big shots, and then in uh, Washington, he hit a couple of big shots. But more of the story, I'm just saying everybody gets bad when they get You older. ain't Kobe. Yeah. So it's kind of one of those deals. I, I'm not saying anything against Billups, but he was really more of a mentor facilitator than. You know what time it is? What? It's power move time. And you know what other time it is? I'd say 845. It's Dame time. Oh. And that's my power move. Damian Lillard last night. Not the shot. You see, most people are going to say, yeah, that was a dope shot. It was. No. After the shot, you close out the series, and you wave goodbye to the other team. So, such a big power move. Like, the first time I saw the shot, I was like, oh, my goodness. It blew my mind. It was ice cold. Like, literally, he didn't. And by the way, like I know a lot of people are getting on Paul George saying he's a sore loser, saying that was a bad shot for sure. It was a it was a bad shot, but it's a settle, is what yeah, it is. It, it, Paul, Paul George is right, and people are saying, "Oh, he's just a sore." Lo-. No, that was a bad shot. It just happened to go in. He's not saying that it's a bad shot in the sense of he can't make it. He's saying out of all the shots you can get to try to win the game, and the only thing that I have to say to counteract that 
is they were tied. So any shot you get there is at least a look at it. Yeah. But I agree 100% positively that was like not the shot. Like in his mind, what he was thinking was, that's a bad shot. I forced him to do what I wanted him to do. Yeah. Like, I'm guarding him there. Well, he had I'm, five fouls, too, so he can't foul. I want him to take a 35-footer. Yeah. And yeah. a contestant. You see him at three seconds he kind of steps up. Paul George does a couple because he's like, okay, he's pulling. Then he does that little hop step, step back to the right, which he's four foot from half court. And then he goes to the corner where it's even deeper and just yaks it. Like that's that's sometimes better offense beats good defense. Yeah, I mean, sometimes, like the, the old saying, it's sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. Yeah, but this is the thing. It wasn't lucky because in the series – from 30 foot and beyond, he was 8 for 12. That's, so a, that's, that's, a, tiger, that's a Tiger at the master stance, yeah. dude. That's that Tiger at the master stance. That's that, what he does. It's and, and Tony hit the nail on the head. I've said it for a while. Damian Lillard's probably one of the most underappreciated players in the NBA. But I'd actually say he's not probably. He is the most underappreciated player in the NBA. You guys just got to keep winning. And, and, I mean, that's the thing. Like People don't give them a chance. I don't even know if I had him in the playoffs in that preseason thing. Well, we only and, did Eastern Conference, didn't no, we? No, we did oh, Eastern no, no, no. and Western Conference. I see, I see what you're saying. And I don't think I even had Portland in there. And You had him at six. Oh, I did? Okay. Yeah, yeah so I, actually, I had him at six. So I actually had them at opposite of what they are. And Tony, the one who you're giving credit for, did not have them in there. I'm giving him credit for saying something that I felt about I Damian Lillard. I had to make I don't sure give he Tony was back too, down I don't give to Tony earth. too much credit, and he'll listen to this. Yeah. And he'll give me crap in a group text in the middle of the night <laughs> when I'm asleep, and I don't care. That's fine. John did not have Portland in there as well. Ooh. <laughs> Jerry Lee had him at seven, so you had him the highest. Here That's right, go. baby. Toot my horn again. I also had him at six. Dame so you time. Can, you can toot my horn with yeah, that. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Dame time. But, yeah, that's my power move. The fact that he waved at the Thunder as he beat him. And I did like what Enos Kanter's, Enos Kanter's quote, even though I'm not a huge Enos Kanter fan. What was his quote uh, for all the people? I mean, roughly. I'll try to do his, uh, his accent. accent as well. That makes it's, it way better. They were, they were saying, you know, I was, uh, how does it feel to get a playoff? When he's, uh, first off, I would uh, like to thank the Knicks for cutting me. <laughs> so, I think it's pretty good, right? It was yeah, it is pretty good. Yeah, but it was one of those things. Like he, he, they didn't cut him because he was bad. They yeah. cut him because the circumstances around him. Yeah, the money that he was getting paid. He well, not only that, they lot. were saying originally. I mean, I don't want to use the incorrect wording here because it's a very sensitive subject. But they were saying he was going to get deported. Like there was. Well, no, weren't they? They were playing a game in England. Yeah. Is that right? And he yes. didn't go because of the stuff that was going on with his former country. Correct. But I'm telling you, they they wanted him extradited. So yeah, they, yeah, but I mean, he's not gonna. That's not gonna happen. Well, I, I think if he was an average U.S. citizen, the chances yeah. are not good that they were going to extradite him anyways because it's not a criminal indictment. It's for speaking out publicly against yeah. uh, president, prime minister, whatever the correct terminology is. I think it's from Turkey, right? Uh, yes. Um, so, yeah, they're probably not going to extradite you for that. But he did not attend that trip because he was fearing for his life. Yeah. So, and they, I mean, they put his father in jail. Like, there there was a lot with it. So he said once they did that, they thought I was going to shut up, and I just kept talking. I was like, man, <laughs> sorry, Pops. <laughs> yeah. So what you, what you got for your power move? So mine is off the beaten path. I told you, we've gone, and, and I actually told you that 
Dame Lillard had to be set. So yeah. that was one that we knew was going to be on there. But mine's a pretty unique story because it's a woman from Michigan by the name of Antoinette Ousley. And she, you're like, who is that? What is going on? She's a woman who won the lottery. And so obviously I'm a big fan of funny stories and stuff like that. But she won the lottery because she. First off, I got to say, yeah. you got a lot to live up to power move wise from mine last week. That yeah. woman diving off the pier and breaking her back. Yeah, which we reached out to her. She was unavailable for interviews on this one. <laughs> I, you know, I, I was trying to see if she needed some massaging. <laughs> I think didn't you show me the picture of her? Wasn't I she did, pretty yeah, decent she looking? Was, I yeah. definitely wouldn't kick her out of the bed for eating crackers. She shouldn't eat crackers in bed. That's I wouldn't kick her out of the bed for it. Yeah, okay. So that's fair. But so so this woman wins the lottery, right? Yeah. Now the disappointing side is the lottery's only for a hundred and fifty six thousand dollars. Super disappointing. Yeah. yeah. But there was two people who won, so she has to split that money in half. So she even gets less than that. But the funniest thing about it was the reason why she won the lottery, she bets, I mean, I guess, you know, I don't know how the lottery works. It's gambling, I guess you would say. But you pick the numbers, right? So you pick the numbers in sequential order, whatever order you want them. Don't have to be in that exact order. She bets on her kids' birthdays and age is what she does. There was one of her children who just had a recent birthday, and so previously, the entire year before, she had 19 in the mix, or so she kept that, and instead of doing 20, she had 19 on there, because they just had a birthday and turned 20, she ended up winning because of it. So <laughs> if she would have had the correct age of her child on there, she would not have won the $78,000, $79,000, whatever it equates out to. So yeah, you want to talk about power move, accidental forgetting somebody's birthday which all goes back to my point earlier what's the best present you can get a person their age wrong and winning the lottery by it <laughs> bingo so putting you on spot do you hear yeah. the story about that kid that was 24 winning the lottery it's like 786 million dollars yep you referenced that to what's me? the first thing you're buying for yourself first thing i'm buying is a house for yourself L- land and a house yep where are you moving to that way we know where you're at Yep, I would say I w- actually it'd probably be multiple houses because I definitely probably have one in this area somewhere. I probably stay on the Indiana. I actually I might go whichever area I could find with more space. Maybe yeah. like Charlestown area, maybe somewhere in like a farm in Kentucky, maybe Borden area. But I'm definitely having one here. I like to have something in like the Bahamas area. Okay. You know, somewhere maybe Hawaii. Whatever it may be, and then I'm going Asian too. Like oh, I, okay. I feel like China maybe. Is there room in China to have a house? Yeah, the areas I was in, it was like sky rises of apartments. So like, there's definitely some places out there, but you're not going to be in main cities. Yeah. So that's my what? What's your first purchase? My first purchase. And I told you I'd buy a neighborhood for my family, so that way, like, I didn't have to have any neighbors I didn't want. I mean, of course. Like, what comes to mind is that quote from Office Space, but I won't say it on here. Uh, but I know the people that know Office Space know what I'm thinking. Yeah. But uh, if you've never seen Office Space, first off, shame on you. Yeah. Second off. Hopefully most people have. Second off, I know I know one person that hasn't. It's Steve. My buddy Steve has not seen it. and It's I a sh- cult classic. That's the thing. I don't think it's a cult classic. I think it's just a classic, dude. Yeah. I showed him that part where they were beating up the copier. Yeah. Oh, dude, he was losing it. I was like, you think that part's funny? Like, that's not even the funniest part of the movie. Yeah. 
it's just a good storyline overall because it's like a natural. Yeah. People can relate to it. First thing I would buy, um, probably. You're telling me you asked me this question without an answer in your head? Well, I didn't know you were going to send it back. I know. I was just thinking in my head, like, typically that's one of those things where you're like, hey, this is what I would do, but what would you... I would... I'd probably buy my whole family a vacation. Ooh. So this is my question. With the vacation, would it be like a vacation all together, or would you like send Uh, one of them one place? So what we would do is we do part of it together, and then the rest of it, you go where you want to go with your family. Oh, man. So I mean, you're if splurging. I went, I went $786 million. So even if you cut hey. that in half, you really couldn't think of, like, you. T- let's say you take care of all of your family, okay? Yeah, but of, what's of taken of care of? Let's say you take care of all of your immediate family that's in yours and in my life right now, the ones I see and talk to all the time. Yeah. Okay? And even, let's just say, your friends, too. Yeah. You're maybe spending maybe $50 million. Yeah, it depends you're, on what you're doing. You're, right. that's, that's maybe. And yeah, but after taxes on that seven hundred eighty, three three fifty four hundred. So that's. I would say closer to the three fifty. Yeah, so you're you're in a higher tax bracket. So that's you still for sure. got three hundred million dollars left to do whatever you want to do. But you're spending fifty in one week. That's fine. That's that, that's the thing. That's that's different than what Antoine Walker was doing, where he was spending a hundred G's, and it was like continuously going over and over and over and over. This is what. This is you. Now you this you like you're taken care of. What we still be interact and like we'll still do stuff together, but like your house is paid off, or you got a new house, you got plenty. You of, know, people like, are coming to you for more. I'm saying the people that are there, are the people that are going to get taken care of. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So the fifty, let's say a hundred million at the most, okay. You still got two hundred fifty million left. Yeah, you're telling me you couldn't take your family on a vacation? No, that's not what I was saying at all. That's maybe another five million at the most. Whoa, that's what at, kind of vacation I, you going on? I'm saying at the most. Yeah, I'm that's talking, a big family, or that's a luxurious vacation. Well, I mean, you gotta think, man. If all of you go in the same place, you're probably gonna go to some beach area. You know what I mean? Somewhere like the Bahamas or something, or, or like let's say Atlantis. You're not going to Canada, Alaska. I mean, I, I, here's the thing, man. I wouldn't mind going to either one of those. I've been to I, Toronto. I, I'd love to go to Toronto. Toronto's one of his bucket list areas I've, I want to go to. Toronto's I, like glorified America, though, in my opinion. But it's much more culturally diverse. There yeah. was a lot of people from, and it was the cleanest city that I've ever been in in my life. But it was also extremely pricey. Yeah, go to San Diego. You been to San Diego? Yeah. It was cleaner in San Diego. Yeah. I thought San Diego was really clean. Dude, it is for sure, but Toronto's a different level. Yeah. Toronto, they take it. And that's why I say I, I get why people enjoy it. But. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, I think, let's just say all of us go to Atlantis. You know, the place down in the Bahamas? Yeah. The place where, you you know, you go down the water slide and you go through the fish tank and stuff, that place. Yeah. I mean, that's a that's a hefty price right there. You're probably thinking, for, let's, just, let's just take my brother's family, him, his wife, and his four kids. That's six people. Yeah. You're probably thinking... 60 G's right there just on them just to go for everything to get there you're just saying? to get there and and their and their hotel to stay in yeah i mean that's probably 60 G's for all six of them closer i mean it's a lot of money it's for it, sure. it's, it's a lot of money so yeah. but the thing is you still got 250 million dollars left to play with yeah bro you're you're like 
I'm gonna be like Mr. McIntosh on blank check, bro. I'm gonna be buying <laughs> friggin' go karts. Yeah, but see, that's why everybody goes bankrupt when they hit it. No, you got it. Here's the thing, man. And then their life is never the same. Once you eat steak on a daily basis, then you gotta go back to Burger King, your personal favorite. See, that's what happens, bro. McDonald's. If I'm going back, I'm going to McDonald's. Sometimes you can't afford McDonald's. You gotta go to Burger King because you spent all your money. Yeah, but you just spent all your money. I'd rather eat out of the garbage can of some fast food restaurant like Qdoba than go back to Burger King. I hear they've got decent dishes in the trash there. Maybe. But here's the thing, man. We're going to wrap this up because it sounds like it's pouring down rain outside, too. Right. But I had a big beef that came out yesterday. And you said you didn't really get it, and that's fine. No, I understood it. So the NCAA, which, you know, in all their glory, they're always right, right? Comes out with a new rule for college football yesterday. Right. For those of you that didn't see it, I'm going to read it for you. And then I'm going... To be really mad about it again. Yeah. Brett McMurphy tweets out yesterday, NCAA OT rules change for 2019. If a game reaches a fifth overtime, teams will begin to run alternating two-point plays rather than offensive possessions starting at 25-yard line. What a freaking joke. Because here's the thing. If you ask me, college football had the overtime figured out in my opinion so at the end of the day i don't like the nfl one because there can be ties during the regular season or it's sudden death both teams should be able to get the ball Uh, if you want to move it back to the 45 or 50 yard line the nfl that's fine but i think the way the ncaa does it i think it's perfect for those of you that aren't really familiar with it i believe now they moved it up to the 25 yard line you start on 25 yard line and you either get first down to move it to the end zone or you kick field goal or whatever Right. Try to score, then the other team gets a chance. But it's not you only get four downs. You've got a chance no. to gain a first down. Yes. So, yeah, that's why it's good. Yeah, and then you score. It doesn't matter if you kick a field goal or a touchdown, or you don't score at all. The other team gets a chance. And then at that point, if they score, then the game's over with. Right. To me, that's fair. Right. And then once it got to the fifth overtime, I think it actually might have been the fourth overtime, the rule that college football came out with was okay. This game may go on for forever if we keep doing it like this. Right. So, by the fourth overtime, once you score a touchdown, you have to go for two. Right. Which I'm fine with. Right. But why do this? Why do just two-point conversions? That's dumb. Speed the process up, bro. It's the same. It's not. uh, Yeah, it's not the same thing because they're not having to go through getting into the end zone. They're just going straight to the two-point conversion. So you're going to tell me it's going to be harder to get a two-point conversion than it is going to be a touchdown? It it was going to be harder for you to get into the end zone and then get a two-point conversion, but the chances of both teams getting a two-point ver- conversion are slim to not much. That's all you're doing is a two-point conversion, right. though. That's what I'm saying. It's going to be way easier because you're going to be in the two-point conversion line. You're just going to run it in. How many games is – this was my argument. How many games do you see go to a fifth overtime? Not a ton. Very rare. Now, the ones that do go to there, we referenced, are typically great games. And typically you see them all over. Yeah. When you're a fan of that team and you've been watching it, obviously you only care about a win. So that doesn't matter. But let's just say you're a casual fan. You've been watching the entire game. Eventually it gets to the point where you're kind of like, all right, let's finish this other team off. Or if you're not a fan of any other team, you're like, somebody please just win this game at that point. All they're doing is trying to speed the process up. 
I don't think this changes as much as what you think it does. I think it does. Yeah. Leave the game alone. Yeah. You guys are trying to change everything. I will agree with you, though. Their overtime ideas are much better because anything that ends in a tie is terrible. Why even compete if you can end in a tie? That should never, ever happen in any sport. I don't care what it is. Boxing should never end in a unanimous decision, draw, um, anything. Soccer should never end in a tie. Football should never end in a tie. Why even compete if you end in a tie? Yeah, I agree 100%. Well, guys, that concludes episode number 84. Yep. Uh, hopefully, if you guys can tell, hopefully um, I'll feel better next week. I got hit with a little bit of the allergies. Yep. Started sneezing and stuff last night. I think what it was is Uranus has not fully orbited the sun yet because it's not been 84 years, as I referenced earlier. 84 Earth years. Earth years. Thank you. Yeah. Correcting me. Magma. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because years are an Earth thing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So. Scientifically proven. By the way, you said you were going to hit me with something. Was the the Reese's thing what you were going to hit me with? Yeah, because you ruined it. You went on a spiel. I didn't know. I didn't mean mean to ruin it, but I'm glad I did. Speaking about raining, you rained on my parade. Because that was going to be a good one. Because I I love conspiracy theories. And everything I had done research-wise, there was only one hit against that idea. And that was you voted for peanut M&M's. And I was hoping that was just like your odds-on favorite. But no, you you ruined it because you told me you let the cat out of the bag, the monkey's out of the bottle. Yep. Yeah, but guys, try to stay dry. Yep. Um, I got to figure out how to keep these Jordans uh, dry going outside. This is going to be fun. Your brain's full of lollipops, rainbows, and cheese. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, try to stay cool as well. It's been pretty warm. Uh, have a good weekend, guys. Beef out.